Hello and welcome back to your Bourbon and Stuff. This is Carolyn from Bourbon and Stuff and as always here is my husband E. Hello. And we are doing another craft distillery. Are they still considered craft? Of course they are. Okay. They're, they're still very small in their operations but they are getting bigger and they have some plans for the future. Okay well we're doing uh today New Riff. We're... A lot of people know about New Riff. A lot of people fawn over New Riff and we had... Um, the luxury to check out New Rift's gift shop because we had a full day of driving to Ohio and Indiana as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you ever do visit the New Rift distillery, do yourself a favor. Drive the extra, like, 20, 15 minutes, give or take, depending upon traffic, and go check out the Cincinnati Zoo. Yes, and if you're doing it in the winter and the uh, temperature is below 50, you can see the Penguin Parade. Yes. I got no shame. I was... Hashtag penguins. Like, I was a super happy, like, giddy person, because the penguins were so damn adorable, and they marched down the little road, and it's amazing. Okay, so, <laughs> back on track. <laughs> um, what we are reviewing is the New Riff single barrel rye that we purchased at the distillery's gift shop. Yes. So, uh, we purchased this for $55 at the distillery back around Valentine's Day, and we are just finally getting around to opening it. And these are the first pours of the bottle. Yes! Uh, and, uh, what better way to spend stupid fucking quarantine isolation bullshit than to drink bourbon and <laughs> give it a review? Absolutely. And okay. I think that is the only thing that we will talk about when it comes to that. Yes. They, there's too much of that in our lives as it speak as it, as it is currently. Yeah. Let's move on. All right. So, as I said, 55 at Distillery. I'm not sure the availability outside of the distillery or local because Newark has shit distribution it's in Florida. It's weird distribution. Yeah. Um. So... The single barrel rye, which is at cask strength or barrel proof, um, does exist outside of the distillery gift shop. I don't know its um, it, how far it stretches beyond Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we can get maybe one or two of the products here in Florida. Yeah, we can get it. the bourbon yeah. as a single barrel at cask strength, just not the rye. Okay. Yes. So, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Yes. So. <laughs> this was barreled on November 3rd, 2015, bottled on November 12th, 2019, which makes this a four-year, nine-day bourbon. Yeah, and their bottle specifically says aged at least four years. It which was aged four years. I have to give them credit for waiting four years of their own product to age before releasing it, unlike a lot of other craft distilleries that do a year, six months, two years. That's not to say that they're doing it wrong or doing it better or anything. It's just that New Riff was patient yes. and we applaud them for their patience. Yes. Um, this is barrel number 15-5933. Yeah, that's your handwriting. That is my handwriting. Um, it does clock in at 56.85% ABV or 113.7 proof. Which, as he said before, is barrel-proof for them. Yes. Uh, their other rye is a bottled and bond product, um, which comes in at 100. So yeah. you can definitely see the difference in uh, proof on that one. What's the mash bill? It is a 100% rye mash bill, which makes me happy. Absolutely. Um, okay. So it is a 95% unmalted rye, 5% malted rye. 
So, okay, so they, the 5% malted rye apparently has enough enzymes in it to provide all that's needed for this product, which yeah. is surprising. Which is a little bit different than Manifest's 100% rye, which uses uh, liquid enzymes to yeah. work with their stuff, which it vastly different animals. Enzymes are enzymes. It, that's exactly it. Um, this uses a synthetic cork with a, is that actually wood? Yes, a well, hmm, it's a, it's real wood. A wood topper. Um, and if you've never seen a New Earth bottle, uh, I mean, just go see it. Uh, find one, see it, because there's a cute little. Um, I want to say screen printed because it's raised. It could um, be laser etched. Laser etched <laughs> of their distillery on the back with their little story, and it's like a kick-ass like gothic bottle. I don't know if I'd say gothic. Oh, but come on. It's dipped in black. It's a damn kick-ass okay. bottle. It is a gradient from black to, to bourbon. clear. <laughs> it's black to bourbon. To rye. Black to okay, rye. Okay, excuse me. Black to rye. Um, the bourbon ones are black to bourbon, though. Yeah. 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 Um, it's a very interesting bottle. I have to give them that. Their design that they put into it, it's appealing. Yeah. Um... I'm going to rant for just a moment about New Riff, both the positive and the negative. And okay. the... Let me put down my glass. Yep. Okay, so first, the positive. They've said that between that currently 50% of all of the barrels that they are currently doing right now, they are setting aside to age for a minimum of six to eight years, which I 100% applaud them for, for those efforts. And... Based on how their production is going, it looks like even more may be put aside, and they are also in talks of trying to get to 10 to 12 years, which that's amazing for a craft distillery to do. On the other side of things, they as a craft distillery get way more credit than any other craft distillery by the whiskey community for the sole reason that they're craft in Kentucky, that... So many times I've heard people say, oh my god, their stuff is, it, it, it's good, there's some shortcomings, but I can't wait to see what they're going to be like in two to three years of imp- uh, increased age to their product. Where if they were a craft distillery literally anywhere else in the country, they would be shit on saying it's young, they got it out too early, this is trash, and I just... Just because they're crafting Kentucky does not make them the the second coming of Buffalo Trace. I'm gonna have to say, uh, there's some other craft places that still get shit on in Kentucky. It doesn't mean because they're crafting Kentucky that they get an instant like hoorah. Because how many people shit on uh, limestone branch products? I actually don't hear sh- people shitting on it. Like. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't see anyone fawning over wilderness trail products either. They're not craft anymore. Okay, because they've been non-craft for the last <laughs> six fucking months doesn't mean that they weren't craft up until now. And everything you will buy until they are <laughs> out is still their craft stuff. I mean, Reddit did just do a pick of them. I feel. Go to their gift shop. It's all craft. It is. Which we'll be doing in the very near future. Okay. So. I, I, I got it. There was a movie. So, yeah. And 
I'm sure if people got a hold of the limestone branch, um, self-bottled things, the non, the non, uh, words, the non, oh God, Lexco, Lexro, Luxro, the non-Luxro stuff that, that's not there, that's not theirs, like their stuff in their little tiny itty bitty rick house in the back. People would shit on that. They would, you know, they would, because they'd see the little age statement on it and they'd poo poo it. And they'd see the price of it for the half bottle. Actually, 26 for that. And they'd poo-poo it because people are stuck up. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to say I think New Riff gets more credit than they deserve. That. And, like, really, I'm going to say something. Um, I would barely consider them a Kentucky distillery. Because they're right on the edge of Ohio. Because all it takes is throwing a fucking rock over the river from where they are, and you're hitting Cincinnati. You're not wrong. I'm not exaggerating. Yeah, we... Cross the bridge, and fucking five minutes later, you're in Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, I will say, if you do visit the um, New Rift Distillery, check out the party source. That's literally in the same parking lot. Yeah. Um, wide selection of things. Decent prices. Very, very wide selection. Very decent price. You won't really find a lot of special picks of stuff that you actively want. Or at least though, the things that we were looking yes, for. Yes. Though they do have, if you're not an obsessive collector like we are, they did have an entire section in the front that was just special picks of well-known products. Yeah. And they had a lot of Kentucky exclusives. Yep. 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 Although so. we happen to have already bought the ones we were after. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, check them out. It'll be good. We've rambled for 10 minutes. Yes, we have. And I'm proud of that. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Uh, so. We'll be back in just a moment and we will talk about the nosing and tasting of this bottle. Sounds good. And we're back, and we didn't just, like, ramble more during the break. <laughs> it's private. That, that's editor rambling. It's okay. <laughs> All right, let's get into this. Sounds good. Well, it smells like rye. I took a sip not thinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. No, uh, on the nose, it is very herbaceous and rye-forward. It is spicy AF. It is. Both in the... Um, the rye spice sense, and I dare say the ethanol sense. It's hot. It is. It's hot. It'll burn your nose. It, it, it singes a little bit. Um, there's, uh, like, lots of brown sugar and lots of mint, because there's definitely yeah. that cooling effect. Oh, yeah. I dare say it could potentially even be eucalyptus on the yeah. nose. Yeah. Oh, it... I can go get eucalyptus and have you smell it. You've had me do that. Yeah. That's why I can say that comfortably. Oh, okay. Um... I could probably get drunk just off of smelling it, so I'm gonna go ahead and let's get into... Sounds good. <laughs> That's lovely. That's beautiful. Like, well, well, well worth the price. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of notes in this, which we'll get into, that I that are very reminiscent of MGP's 95.5 rye. Mm -hmm. But there's so much more. Yeah. So there's obviously a really heavy palette of rye. Yeah. Of caramel. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's very sweet. It's very sweet. And I dare say I'm definitely getting a good a bit... A good, a bit, a good amount <laughs> of dill. This is only the second thing that we've recorded tonight, so we're not, we're not tipsy. We're just, we're just terrible at English. <laughs> Though I'd love to do a tipsy episode to like see how that goes over one day. 
<laughs> Review number eight of the night. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So uh, he gets dill. I have an issue identifying it as dill, but there is green. That's fair. And and I do give him the point for, for dill because yeah. it could very well be dill. I just... You have issues picking up dill. I do. Cause like, I, I have issues picking up saline. Yes, exactly. Uh, but at the same time, there is a mint slash eucalyptus. There is... That, it's cooling. There is a cooling effect to it. There's no licorice in this. Um, the oak comes through after all of that. And it's lovely. It is. And the finish has a little bit of pepper that just sits at the back of your throat. It does. It absolutely does. It's it's almost like spicy right at the start of the esophagus. Yeah. Um, it's not as warm on the palate as it is on the nose. No, it drinks remarkably good. Um, there's a little bit of heat on it, though. A little bit, yeah. It's not bad. It's not overwhelming. It's not... <gasps> but yeah. it's, it's there. It lets you know that it's a cask strength product. <laughs> All of that technical terms, by the way. You definitely can't edit that out because that was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I wasn't planning on it. Um, I'm proud of that. I named it Jezebel. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> overall, I think it's a fantastic product. Again, it's a little bit sweeter than what I personally like because I'm not into... I, I think right now you're just in a very anti-sweet mood because to me, this isn't overly sweet compared to like uh, Woodford Double Oak. I mean, that's just candy, though. It is, but that, I think, proves my point, though. Okay, it, yeah, fine. It's not as sweet as some products, but... In your current state of mind... In my current state of mind, I would prefer a drier product. That's fair. Yeah. Um, it's, it's... I 100% would buy multiples of these and keep them on my shelf. Yeah. Yeah. I can't argue that. It's, it's so beautifully it, it is a beautiful expression of rye yeah and like i have regrets for only buying one i agree i am going to grab one thing real quick because i'm curious to see how this does side by side with another product okay so give me just one moment go 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 Alrighty, and i'm back and what i have in my hands is another rye that is around 116 proof. Don't tell me because I want to try it before. Oh no, that doesn't smell the same. <laughs> that punched me in the face when I stuck my nose in it the second time. <laughs> Your side was very wet. It touched my nose. <laughs> it's, it's an indirect kiss. It's very different. No, it's not even like, it's not even like 80% there, 70% there. It's very different. You know, the big difference is, um, the new riff has a lot more barrel influence and a lot more caramel, at least in my opinion. That's just spicy, dry, slightly tannic. Mm-hmm. What is it? This is a three-year-old cask strength MGP rye. The 95.5 rye. This is James E. Pepper. That's what, I was about to, that's what I was about to say. Is that pepper? <laughs> it is. So that is what MGP is releasing at three years old. Well, that's what MGP makes at three years old. And 
this is what a four-year-old rye that has five percent more rye. I mean, I I have a preference to the flavor of the new riff over the James E. Pepper. Oh no, absolutely. But, but the pepper isn't bad. It's, it's a just, very unique. It's just not the same. There's more green influence with the James E. Pepper. There is. It's actually surprising yeah. for two things that on paper are really close to each other, um, how drastically different they are. Mm -hmm. And I'm very happy about that. Yeah, and for sure. Um, to go back to our original um, conversation before I ran off, um, I agree with you 110%. Having multiples of this would be amazing, uh, especially for the price. I, I can't complain one bit. Um, no. It's right around the same... It's right around the same age and price as uh, Willett Family Estate. I'd go with New Riff over Family Estate. But they're two drastically different flavors. They are. Um, that one is closer to the 50-ish percent rye. This is literally only rye. Yeah. So I don't like the barely legal ryes. I think they're good, but they're not as rye forward as the 95s for whatever yeah. reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have rambled for a good long while. It's been lovely. And uh, yeah, New Riff Single Barrel Rye. It's delicious. We will buy many more of them once availability is closer to home because we won't be traveling to Kentucky for a little bit. That's okay, though. Yeah. We did our travels to Kentucky, and they were we glorious. They were. Um, okay, uh, with all that being said, I do ask that everyone remain safe. Keep your hands washed, social distance yourselves, be well. Check me out on Instagram. My username is bourbon underscore and underscore stuff. And continue to support us by listening, by sharing our link, or donating directly to our channel. We love you all. And with that, remember that all whiskeys, even single barrel rise, are meant to be shared. <laughs> <laughs>